0: On 94.9 News now stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, and Greg McCarthy of the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, your number one team in the state of Connecticut, per the CTMLS in both closed transactions year to date as well as closed dollar volume. Greg, welcome to welcome to the radio, brother. Thank you. Yeah, excited to be here today. Thanks for having me on. This isn't your first appearance, is it? Uh,
1: yeah, it's my first with you, but I've been on a, a couple of times before. Well, you're in for
2: a treat, and I think the listeners <laughs> I put, here... I put him I, through I, the beginning torture rack. You can uh, really show him what it's all about today.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody at 94.9. Greg, you're going to become the fan favorite, I have a feeling, with your right, warm man. voice and high
2: intellect.
0: I was
2: going to say, Greg, I have a lot to tell us about uh, Hartford County, too. I'm, I'm interested to see, see what he's got going on up there being a resident of that area and since they were you know one of the top metros to watch for 2023 but we'll get into that a little bit a little bit later
0: now yeah, Harvard county has been been hot but first we've got one of our favorite shows to do a ranking show the best state rankings are out and this is according to u.s news some states shine in health care some sh- soar in education some excel in both or in much more the best state's rankings By U.S. News, draw on thousands of data points to measure how well states are performing for their citizens. In addition to healthcare and education, the Reagans take into account a state's economy, its roads, bridges, internet, and other infrastructure, its public safety, its natural environment, the fiscal stability of state government, and the opportunity it affords its residents. More weight was accorded to some categories than others based on a broad survey of what matters most. To the people. Healthcare and education were weighted most heavily. Then came state uh, economies, infrastructure, and the opportunity states offer their citizens. Fiscal stability followed closely in weighting, followed by measures of crime and corrections and a state's natural environment. Uh, see the the overall rankings. We're gonna we're gonna get into them here. Okay, so Does that
2: shock you that crime and corrections was so much lower on the list. I would have thought that would have been a higher point, like right up there with like education.
0: Yeah, I think if you're living in uh, particular cities in America, if you're if you're living in Portland, which I visited earlier this year, Portland, Oregon, then it's going to be high on the list because P- Portland's not, doesn't feel very safe when you're just uh walking around if you're now in parts of new york which have gotten you know crime has accelerated some of these major cities i think if you're living there it's going to be at the top of the of your list um beverly hills right now san francisco you can't lock your car you know you go to dinner your car windows are getting smashed in san francisco these are in nice parts of san francisco this isn't just you know certain areas like all San Francisco. so if you live in those areas I think it's going to be at the top of your list. You live in uh, most of America, then it's not going to be maybe that big of a concern because it's not uh, it's not in fr- in front of you as much as it is. Like Connecticut, for example, where do we we're not going to give Connecticut's ranking just yet. All right, Greg, so don't jump in there and <laughs> and spoiler alert. But uh, where did Connecticut rank on crime? I feel like Connecticut's very safe. I feel very safe throughout the yeah, state of so, yeah. Connecticut.
2: Yeah, we tied our crime and corrections and education. We're both number eight. There
0: you go. So top
2: ten in crime,
0: top ten in education for Connecticut. Yeah, number eight. That that feels about right to me. Hmm. I, I think – I don't know. I feel pretty safe. Greg, do you feel pretty safe? You're, you're driving around the state. Yeah, definitely up my way. Hartford County,
1: it feels pretty safe. The occasional car break in, but, you know – no home break-ins, no uh, violent crimes, anything like that. Can't complain.
0: Yeah, not that they don't happen, but it's just not. And maybe because we don't have a big major city in Connecticut. I know there's parts of Hartford, parts of Bridgeport you, you probably don't want to spend too much time in. But uh, overall, I feel pretty safe throughout the state.
2: Absolutely there's yeah definitely not a lot of crime or you know serious crime along the Connecticut shoreline where we are and then you know surrounding areas we do actually have a pretty that's one of the things I like about Connecticut is that you can go to any you know different parts of the state and be in any type of environment you want farms you want mountains you want beaches you want a city and we have it all in one state where a lot of states miss that because they're you know where they're located or how they're set up
0: The Northeast dominated in the crime category we'll go top 10 in that category and again coming up we'll give you the overall where Connecticut came in overall on this list but crime to go through the top 10 was New Hampshire number 1 meaning number 1 as in good greg this would be right. this is this is a good situation for their crime new Hampshire number 1 in crime and corrections Maine number 2 Vermont number 3 Massachusetts number 4 Jersey number 5 all in the northeast Rhode Island number 6 northeast Virginia, number seven, not northeast, but east coast. And then Connecticut, again, number eight. Idaho and Hawaii fill out the top ten for crime and corrections. So what is that? Uh, that's seven out of the top ten are in the northeast, either tri-state or or New England.
2: That's in, that is definitely impressive. Uh, do we dare to go through the bottom three and kind of throw out where, where they are for corrections? Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear it, Chad. What are the bottom bo- go so, bottom five? Go bottom, bottom five. So uh, at 50th in cr- crime and corrections is Louisiana.
0: Louisiana, uh, by the way, New Orleans is the only city in uh, the last two months or the last month rather. I'm sorry, the last 30 days that saw major city in America that saw home values decline. So, you know, if, if you know, what you're what you're saying, crime, I. Uh, might want to be getting out, and, and you, more people getting out than in would be an indicator for home values to go down. Uh,
2: forty nine, Arkansas. Never been to Arkansas, so I can't really you know put too much emphasis on that one. But interesting. Number forty eight gets me here for the the bottom. Alaska. I wouldn't picture a lot of crime in Alaska unless it's mm. like a polar bear or a grizzly bear coming after you. Like they can commit a crime, but I don't see a lot of. A
0: lot Maybe of per there. capita because there's not yeah not a lot of residents. So right. you get a couple bad
2: apples in the mix. It can skew the numbers uh next up at number 47 new mexico uh another interesting one there for me i've been to spend some time out there beautiful place to just hang out and go santa fe is gorgeous uh but coming in at number 47 in crime and corrections
0: but new 46- mexico does it is on the mexico border right chas it you know, is maybe true a, so that's there a border nation issue nation i don't right know if there. there's a border issue not not uh not saying that you know it could have an impact on crime just saying
2: Forty-six, South Carolina. One of the Carolinas making the bottom five of the list. Wow, That's surprising. Yeah, and uh, number five at the forty-five is Colorado. So for the bottom five, Colorado rounding it out. That I have heard. I haven't been to Colorado, but you hear a lot of stories about the crime and some of the homelessness there as well.
1: I uh, wow. I lived in Colorado for about four years. Beautiful state, but Denver is. Uh, not the place to be in my opinion you don't you don't necessarily feel super safe walking the streets all
0: the time all right Connecticut in the top 10 in crime and corrections also in education where did they rank on the overall state list according to US news that when we're back real estate radio 949 news now stimulating talk <laughs>
2: What are you doing, Carrie? It's called work. You should try it sometime. Work
0: it, make it, do it, make Real estate radio, 949 News Now, stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, and Greg McCarthy from the One Team at William Ravis Real Estate. And we are going into the top uh, states. Well, what's the uh, what's the proper title here from this US news? Uh Best state rankings. The best state rankings. Where did Connecticut sit? They were in the top 10 in education and in crime and correctness. We're we'll about to dive in where they ranked against all the states in our nation. But before we do that, let's talk about the number one residential tank specialist in all of Connecticut. They are ranked number one. They've been ranked number one for years, certainly for the last seven or eight years since they've been sponsoring this show. Martin McKinney. Dougie Braun, the boys and girls over at Service Station Equipment, continue to rank at the top of the list when it comes to all your residential tanking needs. They're headquartered in Franklin, Connecticut. Uh, Dougie Braun is their preferred tank, man. He'll come out, take a look at your oil tank, see what it needs, and get you the new, updated, best of the best oil tank. Now's the time to do it. Don't wait until the winter. Get all your residential tanking needs done now. You can call 1-800-801-TANK, 1-800-801-TANK, 1-800-801-TANK for all your residential tanking needs. And guess what? We are getting into pool season, service station equipment. Also, their sister company, Irish Springs Pool Water. You can give them a call today and get uh, an instant quote on pool water and set up your delivery now so you're not waiting till the last minute. It's 860-848-4100. 860 848 4100 for your pool water needs. Irish Spring Pool Water. Uh, Martin has a pipe that goes, Greg, you're, you're Irish, aren't you? Greg McCarthy? You'd be yeah, Irish? About as Irish as it comes. Well, well Martin and, and the service station equipment crew, they have a pipe that goes from Ireland. Greg, check this out. It goes underneath the Atlantic Ocean, and then it uh, pops up in Franklin, Connecticut, and then they just fill up their uh, water trucks right there. Uh, from the Irish Springs tap, which again it's running all the way in, underneath the Atlantic Ocean, they fill up their tanks and then they bring it into your pools. nothing like Irish Springs pool water. Call one eight six or 4100 to schedule your pool water delivery. Now you can drink this stuff, Greg, bef- be- be- before
2: chlorine, pre before chlorine. <laughs> 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 all right. Did he? Uh, did Dougie get over there and take care of your tank yet? Uh, you know, I dropped the ball. It's all
0: set up. I got to give them the green light. Which, Doug, if you're listening, green light in Saybrook, um, you're ready to go. You're good to go. I got. I got to call. Uh, got to call the office and tell them that we are ready because we had. Uh, we weren't ready for them yet. I, I actually jumped the gun. Dougie was there within 24 hours. I mean, this guy moves fast. If you looked at Dougie Braun, <laughs> you wouldn't think he can move fast, but then. He, he does indeed move fast, so uh, that, that should be done. Probably by next week, I'll be able to uh, talk about how great of a job they did over in, in Old Saybrook. I finally slept in the Old Saybrook house for the first time this week when I was when I was up for our team meeting.
2: Was it relaxing? Nice to kind of be there? I had the, the mattress on the floor
0: because I got everything out of storage in Madison and moved it into the Saybrook house, and so the bed frame wasn't there yet because we're getting a new bed frame and... You know, it was like I was in, was like I was back in Jewish City in my high school days. You know, sleeping on the floor. So all right, it was very, very enjoyable. Brought me back to the good old days.
2: That's what I was going to say. Sometimes you got to go back to your roots, right?
0: Got yeah. You, you got to keep it real sometimes. So it's nice. Old Saybrook, very, very nice little town. I'm excited to be there all summer long.
2: Yeah, you'll have to let me know once that summer traffic hits going down Main Street, how you feel about it. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. I went to go eat uh, one of my favorite restaurants on in Connecticut on the waterfront, New London. Shout-out to Anthony Stash's uh, son who's been running on the waterfront. They're just doing a fantastic job over there. Uh, went and had dinner there on Tuesday night. And just going back over, you know, you got to go over the Connecticut River Bridge there. But before you get that, you're going through Niantic. Mm-hmm. and they've got that whole turnaround, 95 turnaround going on. And they just started the work. It's going to be a three-, four-year project, right, Chaz? When's it, it going to be done? They
2: predicted four-and-a-half. That's what they're telling the business four owners. Four-and-a-half four years. And a
0: half. That that probably means seven years <laughs> because we saw what happened in, in New Haven. It took them like 20 years to finish that bridge. But anyways, I'm coming back, and boom, slowed down. So uh, I was sitting in traffic for about 10, 15 minutes on a Tuesday night before season starts we're not even into the the summer season so i'm telling you what i'm i'm not planning on going over and i love to get all the way over to mystic the restaurants like i said on the waterfront new london fantastic restaurant they they just don't miss i the baked cod it's spectacular i love to get the baked cod there they keep it nice and light a little crisp but nice and light great piece of fish uh the chicken wings were good too some some real nice crunch to the chicken wing. And on, on the waterfront?
2: The, water the chicken wings? I haven't had them there.
0: Oh, yeah. They, yep. they got the uh, the dry rub. They got they got it all, I, whatever you like. So uh, I don't think, though, in the summer, on the weekends, I'm going to be doing too much new London County trips because the s- summertime traffic around that East Lime Niantic exit gets in Friday afternoon. You, you, forget about it. Yeah. And then you couple that with all the construction going on it, it's gonna be we have our daughter going to summer camp in Nianck and I said you better just do Monday through Thursday don't even bother with the Friday no nope. you don't want to fight the traffic on on Friday for over you know what is she gonna do building another uh, Play another tic tac toe with twigs. I mean, what, what are you, you going to do on Friday? What are you really going to get done? You know, just... right?
2: And it, or unless you know, like how to, you know, you're, you're in the mood for a scenic route and you don't mind taking some back roads because I live over there, so I, I've learned how to kind of navigate it. And and this is also going to sound kind of counterintuitive, but the best time for somebody from like Saber to go to New London County is like on a rainy, cloudy day because nobody comes down, and then you have the place to yourself. Yeah, it's not the best day to sit outside, but. The roads are open. There's no traffic. The restaurants have vacancies, and it's relaxing. And you just don't have to deal with all the hustle and bustle.
0: Saybrook, Greg's a big Hartford County spot because uh, you just take Route Nine down. I've been I've been enjoying the Route Nine ride up to the Bradley International Airport, which is which is looking better by the day with all the expansions they've done.
1: Yeah, Route Nine. I think they're extending Route Nine up past past New Britain and all that as well. So more to come on that. Is that confirmed, or is that a rumor mill? They've changed. I don't know. I drive it every day. They've uh, they're changing all the exits. They're adding ten ten to every exit. So I think they're going another few miles past New Britain now.
2: Okay, so that's why they're doing that. I've been so yeah. like for my entire life, the exits have been the same. It starts, at, right. you know, the highway ends, exit one, and it went up to thirty, thirty-five, whatever it was. But yeah, now what used to be exit six is like exit like seventeen or something ridiculous like that. I'm like, where are you going to put ten exits on Route Nine?
0: <laughs> I noticed that the other day when I went back up to Bradley. By the way, Bradley International, I, I just thank you for finally stepping up and earning the name of an international airport. They now have, they now have clear, so you can just kind of you get the Delta Clear. Which, by the way, it doesn't make a lot of sense because usually airports clear. You get right through. They still make you go through the pre-check check, so you could have just gone in the pre-check line. Anyways, that's that's a total separate <laughs> issue. But the uh, the expansion of having the the rental car facility now attached to the act terminal, right. you just walk right over. It's a beautiful experience. Beautiful, brand new building. So if you ever rent a car coming into Bradley or going, you know, if you ever got a rental car situation, is now a pleasant experience. You're not getting on. You know, a shuttle bus, like you're like you're heading to your sixth grade class, you know, going down three miles away to some suspect, you know, rental car, mobile home. No, you, you can just walk over to the building, get all the cars. They're doing Tesla rentals if you're into that. A, a really fantastic experience. Um, they've got the hotel attached, which I think that hotel has been there quite some time. But it's all kind of just set up uh, the way it should be at an international airport
2: now absolutely it's like it's a different airport than it was even 10 years ago you used to walk into bradley and you'd be like man am i gonna like make it out of here like kind of feeling but now to your point i've flown out of there a couple of times this year um and it's it's easy to get into the parking's really easy everything is convenient the airport itself isn't giant so you're not taking the trams like you're at disney world to go from one side to the other um so you can do that entire airport if you had to i've been late for a flight can get to a gate in 10 minutes or less.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's super simple. You don't have to arrive three hours ahead of time and hope that you get through security if you don't have pre-check and all that sure. stuff. It's just, yeah, quick airport.
0: I love flying out of Bradley. I've been getting there 12 minutes before boarding, yeah. and I've been fine. So, uh, yeah, if I were, uh, although, so they're, they're moving up the rankings. If I were to rank airports, I don't know that they'd be number one. And we're moving up the rankings of the best state rankings to see who is number one, according to U.S. News. The 2023 best rankings are live. We said in the first segment that Connecticut did come in the top 10 for both uh, education, came in number eight for education, as well as crime. And corrections coming in number eight. Seven of the ten best crime states are all in the Northeast. Uh, Chaz, where else did Connecticut fall in the top ten for uh, individual category rankings? Uh, This would not be the overall state rankings. We'll get to that in a minute here. But uh, is there any other categories where they fell in the top ten?
2: Yes, education and healthcare. We were number eight in education and number five in healthcare, uh, which I think speaks volumes to our state as a whole, right? Because healthcare is such a, a sensitive topic for a lot of people, um, you know, with the the pricing of it. So for mm-hmm. us to be able to deliver a superior service, at least it kind of justifies what people are having to pay for it.
0: Education and healthcare were two of the biggest drivers that actually influence where the state ends up on the overall. Rankings. So I think you might be surprised when we tell you where Connecticut fell overall. Uh, education and healthcare bumps that number up considerably. So the three categories where Connecticut was inside the top 10 were crime and corrections, number eight, education, number eight, and healthcare, number five. Uh, the other five categories were natural environment, economy, fiscal stability, infrastructure, and opportunity. Uh, Which of those five did Connecticut rank the highest in?
2: Oh, that's a good one. What do you you think, Greg? Well, you actually read the report. I can't even ask you. So we were at the bottom of the barrel for fiscal stability at number 48 and then pretty close to the bottom of the barrel in opportunity at number 44.
0: Fiscal stability is the stability of the state government. Connecticut coming in at 48th out of 50 states in fiscal stability. I've said for years on this show, Connecticut does not have a revenue problem, uh, but it sometimes doesn't, I don't know, spend money in the right place to save enough of it, that kind of thing. So forty eight for fiscal stability, uh, 44th in opportunity, and – uh, and then we'll, we'll let you know where – did you already say where they were for economy,
2: Chaz? I did not, no, because actually uh, I was curious to see who ranked number one in long-term fiscal stability, and that was South Dakota, and then number two being Tennessee, and number three being Utah. So I just wanted to kind of check in and see what the other states looked like. They were actually having some stable what? fiscal We'll let
0: you know where Connecticut comes in in economy and the overall state rankings when we come back. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk.
2: This Sunday,
1: give your mom a...
0: Real Radio 949 News Now Stimulating Talk Byron Lezine, Chaz Cook, and Greg McCarthy from the One Team at William Ravis Real Estate. One Team was number one in total transactions, upwards of 700 deals in 2022, and leads the pack per the CT MLS in 2023 with total sales as well as total dollar volume sold. Connecticut home prices are going up right now, not down. That may not be the case for the entire year. We did see in quarter four home prices go down, and right now we're seeing them go back up with multiple offers in the spring, and we may see an end of the year where prices recede once again. If you're thinking about selling your home, make sure you call us today. Call us or go onto our site, oneteamct.com, to get scheduled with a consult today, oneteamct.com. Or you can email Greg. Greg, what's your email?
1: Yeah, you can email me at
0: Greg at OneTeamCT.com. You can also email Chaz. Chaz is at Chaz at OneTeamCT.com. Mine would be Byron at. Those are the three emails where you can go on the website and connect with us. If you're thinking about selling, make sure that you reach out today. This is the next 60-day window for the highest prices of the 2023 selling season. Connecticut. Prices are going up. One of the states that, that is happening, not all states, is that the case? And we're talking uh, throughout the show where Connecticut ranks in the best overall states. So if you missed it, just to recap, we had number eight in crime and corrections category, number eight in education, number five in health care up against all the other states. We said we were number 48th in fiscal stability. That's how the government spends your tax dollars. So maybe um, in order to increase that number – You'd have to do that somehow in the voting booth. Uh, they were number forty-four in opportunity, okay. And then uh, we did say, did we did we disclose where we were in infrastructure, economy, and natural environment, Chaz?
2: Not yet, and I actually have the uh, natural environment uh, rankings up because I I think this one is extremely important, right? So not in the top 10, but still within the top 20, coming in at number 18 was the state of Connecticut for natural environment, Uh, number 27 in air and water quality, and number 19 in pollution. Um, What's interesting on this list, what kind of caught me off guard a little bit, was number one, Hawaii, I can absolutely see that with their environment and their climate. shouldn't
0: even... That's illegal. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> right. you're gonna compare anything to Hawaii for natural environment.
2: But wait till you hear number two and number three, Greg. You wanna? Did you look? or You wanna take a guess? I did. I took a quick peek. Already. Okay, Byron. What do you think number two is uh, on the list?
0: Well, I would have said Florida, but uh, I'm biased in that regard, and I see that it is not Florida. And this is, you know, well, here, here's what I'll say about this. You can't think about the city when, when you hear
2: this answer. Uh, you got to think about the, the upstate. And I think that's the same for yes. two and three on the list. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So New York came in at number two for natural environment. I'll tell you what, you go up to Saratoga, you go North of Saratoga into the Adirondacks, you feel like you're in a different world. So, and that's a big chunk of the state, you know, upstate right. New York. So I, taking that into consideration, when you look at air and water quality, when I'm up there in the summer, sometimes I visit in the summer. I don't go every summer, but I have in the past. Uh, the air does feel like something unique. It feels
2: feels great. I mean, it is crisp. It, it tickles your nose when you breathe it in. It does. You, it feel like every time you take a breath, you're like, I just gained some life back into me. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, New York, number two on natural environment. At number three is, is – psychotic this is (laughs) right this is awful because they've got cities all over the place i mean it's just it's just not true it's just not true so anyways number number three would be massachusetts yeah totally not true sorry for everybody that's a a massachusetts lover that is insane number four washington uh i haven't spent much time there but all right they say washington is beautiful
2: yeah yeah i mean it's it's like oregon but you know just a little more north
0: Maryland number five. I disagree with that. I, you know, they they lead off the description of home of the Chesapeake Bay. Chesapeake Bay is fine, but it's not. It doesn't blow you
2: away. They have that. What is it like an eight mile bridge to get over it too?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like cost you like seventeen bucks or something. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Where's? I mean, uh,
2: so six seven Connecticut, makes Connecticut. sense to me. I can see six seven eight right. Number six, South Dakota. Seven, Minnesota. 8, New Hampshire, 9, Rhode Island, 10, North Dakota, and 11, Oregon. All right, so those make a lot of sense to me. The bottom of the list, though, that's going to that's gonna surprise you for number 50. The worst uh, state. Indiana. I yeah, for natural environment, coming in at number 50. And the only thing I can assume is it's like all the tractors and, like, farm equipment that's creating the pollution yeah, and air quality. Like
1: fertilizers into the water and stuff like that. Yeah. But that kind of surprises me about the Dakotas being so high with all the fracking and the oil and gas. Like, I thought that wasn't supposed to be good for the environment.
2: Well, the gas is underground, so I don't think that would play as much of a factor, but the oil is a good point. Uh, But 49, no surprise there. Uh, Louisiana, they just have a a tough climate, tough place to be in with all the hurricanes and everything that's gone down. But home prices are going up. So, no, home Uh, prices are going
0: down. Down, sorry. Home prices are going down. In New Orleans
2: specifically. And then uh, 48, Nevada. No surprise there. I mean, Las Vegas puts out enough pollution in a day to cover most states for a year. Yeah.
0: For all you Florida, Connecticut back and forthers, uh, Florida edged out Connecticut, number seventeen in natural environment over Connecticut, number eighteen. Florida was number ten last year. I don't know how they fell off seven spots. While Connecticut was number sixteen. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, that is not that is not accurate. What I s- just said. But they are seventeen, and Connecticut is eighteen. All right, uh, let, let's take a look at. Um, we got any more categories or we want to look at? The best overall states.
2: There was just a one. Oh, the economy. That's a, a you know I think a very important one for our ninety nine ninety four Niners out there to uh, just kind of yes. get some perspective on, and then we'll do the overall rankings because I know that's what the people have been waiting to hear. But uh, number one in economy, like what is going on out in Utah? Do we need uh, to get the, the massive so Utah- agent on the show?
0: <laughs> No, I mean, Park City and um, these places have a huge inbound migration uh, thing happening. A lot of young people want to be in Utah. A lot of families want to be in Utah. Yeah, Utah's, Utah's been very desirable for, for the last number of years. They've got it all. Sun, skiing, mountains. You know, they can watch football earlier in the day as opposed to, you know, 9 p.m.
2: I mean, that's that's a yeah. selling point right there for yeah. me. <laughs> uh, coming in at number two, Idaho. All right. Makes sense. Lots of open air. Um, probably not a lot of big business since everything is, like, farm-related. Uh, number three, Colorado. I have heard it is extremely expensive out there, so um, that, not too surprising there. This one is a little surprising to me just because of the population. Number four, New Hampshire. Mm. I wouldn't think that they would have. Well, I guess I can't see why they wouldn't have a strong economy. It's just surprising to see them at number four and uh, rounding out the top five, Arizona, 14th in business environment, fourth in growth, and 15 in employment. So impressive. What do we so got?
0: Connecticut was 17
2: for economy. 17, not bad. So still in the top 20, right? Well, we're, we're trying to work our way up to the uh, the top 10. Yeah,
0: what really brought Connecticut down was fiscal stability of the government. And at 48th, and number 44 opportunity. That's what really dragged down this number because peop- it's overweighted for education and healthcare, where we came in eighth and, and fifth, respectively. So uh, the total, you mix it all together, Connecticut for best states overall was
2: number 16. 16 out of 50 states. It's pretty good. Absolutely. I mean, and it's up one spot from last year.
0: That's respectable. GDP is three hundred twenty-two billion in Connecticut. So, again, we don't have a revenue problem for a state of three point six million. Um, we, we might have a problem with how we're spending the money, and that's what dragged down the obviously the fiscal stability to the number forty-eight out of out of fifty states. The median income in Connecticut is forty-five thousand five hundred eleven dollars. Uh, uh, again, uh, college edu- educated would be. F- just about 50-50 People are college educated. Forty-nine and a half percent of uh, people are, co- you know, of residents are college educated. I guess if I got a degree, maybe it would be fifty-fifty. Maybe could have tipped the scales there. Not have a...
2: <laughs> Either one of us could have run with that.
0: All right, so there you go. Connecticut coming in sixteenth for best overall states according to the U.S. News 2023 Best States Ranking. Congratulations, CT. All right. We come back, uh, Chaz and Greg. You guys are going to take it home with the real estate rewind, the one team rewind for the week. Of course, the one team is the number one team in the state of Connecticut, not per our opinions, but per what the CT MLS does. So if you want to work with the team with the most market share, the most experience, reach out to us today, oneteamct.com. For all of your real estate needs. Come back. We've got the rewind to how we did on the last week. And we'll wrap up this Rankings with Chaz and Greg. I'm Byron Lozine. I'll see you guys next week. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Grow
1: your savings this spring at Johnson's Hardware Rental
2: cook and greg mccarthy of the one team at william ravis real estate we had to send byron on his way i think he had to go get that tank ready for dougie Braun over there at service station equipment so they can come and take care of that That, again that is your residential tanking specialist dougie Braun, and the boys and girls at service station equipment so if you need anything in regards to an oil tank make sure you reach out to them at 1-800-801-TANK and greg he left us with one of the most important jobs on real estate radio And that is the rewind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the challenge with the rewind is how many times am I going to flubble? What do you want to guess? You think I can get through without a flubble, or you think there's going to be a couple?
1: I don't know. It's been a big week, so there's a, there's going to be a lot going on.
2: There is. There is, because we had six new listings, 22 under contract, and seven closings, and that is in the last seven days, so that is three properties, three-plus properties a day under contract for the one team, the hardest-working team in real estate, and your leader, per the CTMLS in transactions, and volume closed for 2023. Our first new listing, I'm not going to go too far into this one because it's under contract, but it was 461 Bank Street, unit number 301, and that is in the Harbor Towers. Mary Poole and I have now brought 13 of these units to the market, and we still do have some available with this two-bedroom, two-bath, just over 1,600 square feet, was on the market for $240,000, but it has been snatched up. But if you are looking for some uptown living in a downtown environment in the city of New London, let me know. You can reach out to me, Chaz, at OneTeamCT.com. Next up, we had this beautiful listing at 640 Summer Hill Road in Madison, Connecticut. This one hit the market for $525,000. This is an Emily White listing, so... Beautiful house, five bedrooms, two and a half baths, over 2,400 square feet, built in 1836, but beautifully remodeled. You have the newly refinished wide plank floors, and you can enjoy the cozy and inviting fireplace that serves as a focal point of the room, perfect for gatherings with family and friends. And in the kitchen, you've got granite countertops and stainless steel appliances. This is a special, special home, so if you want to check that out, you can reach out to emily at oneteamct.com. Next up, we had 231 South Main Street in Wallingford, Connecticut. This one hit the market for $549,900. And guess who's listening? it is, Greg? This is another Emily White listing. She's on fire. On fire. The girl's on fire. Four bedrooms, three and a half baths, just under 2,500 square feet. She's got a thing with 1,800 homes. So this is 1,891, this one. Uh, We're going to be talking about this one a little bit later when we go through the open houses. But you're walking distance to Wallingford's town center. It's a beautiful Victorian. It was built in 1891, perfect combination of history with modern updates. And you can relax and unwind on the fabulous wrap around front porch. So if you would like a private showing of 231 South Main Street in Wallingford, Connecticut, you can reach out again to Emily at oneteamct.com. And our final new listing, 7 Hamilton Court in Norwich, Connecticut. This is a steal. I don't care what kind of shape it's in. It's a steal. Hit the market for $175,000. That's going to be gone before the end of the show. Most likely. If it's not already gone and we just don't know it yet. (laughs) Because, you know, Lee Barr, congrats to Lee Barr on this listing. Uh, Put this one on the market. Two beds, one bath, 840 square feet. Built in 1950, so not an old home. $175,000. You've got about a quarter an acre. It's a ranch-style house. Perfect for someone who's looking for, like, that low-key, convenient style of living and location. It's bright and airy. So if you want to schedule your private showing, if it is still available, we'll have to check in with Lee, who was supposed to be here today. So we're going to beat him up a little bit for that. Uh, That is 7 Hamilton Court in Norwich, Connecticut, on the market for $175,000. And you can reach out to Lee at OneTeamCT.com. All right. Under contracts. Here we go. What did I say? 22 of them. Over three a day under contracts in New London, New London, Waterford, Hamden, Bristol, Newtown, New Hartford, Hamden, Guilford, Bristol, Ledger, Norwich, Bristol, Thompson, Thompson, Ledger, Wallingford, North Branford, Madison, Branford, West Haven, and Branford. How many of those were yours? Zero. Zero. Oh, my man. I can yeah. at least, I can say claim to three of them. So, come on now. You gotta, you gotta step it up, Greg yeah. McCarthy. Closings. We had seven of them. Congratulations to all of our buyers, sellers, and investors. We had closings in Enfield, West Haven, New Haven, East Haddam, Norwich, Waterford, and Oakdale. Any of those yours? Nope, no doubt. Oh, man. All right, guys, we need to get Greg going here. He's in, he's in a little bit of a, a dry spell, we're going to call it. So make sure you reach out to greg at oneteamct.com if you are in the Hartford County area because he knows the ins and outs of every town around there and can help you find the perfect home for your needs. Open houses. Whew. Oh, we had one yesterday from six to seven. That was at that beautiful new listing at two thirty one South Main Street in Wallingford. But going on today, Saturday, May thirteenth, from twelve to two, you've got twenty three River Road in East Lyme, and Mary Pool is hosting this one. Lee and I talked about this property last week on the on the rewind. You've got a main house, and then you have seven additional seasonal cottages that you can rent out and produce some income on. And you're on the river, so it's just a gorgeous property. It. The only, you know, I wouldn't even call it a challenge. The only thing you have to work around is the zoning on it. You know, and if you need financing, uh, that is definitely something you want to have a conversation with Mary about. She's got a lot of experience, 30 plus years. She can get you set up with the right type of lender for 23 River Road in East Line And then you can start generating some income off of those cottages because they're, I believe it's May 15th through October 1st is their time frame. So we, yeah. are, we are right there. Also going on today from 1.30 to 3.30 is another opportunity to get get out there and see 231 South Main Street in Wallingford, Connecticut. And Emily is hosting her own open house there. So she is busy this weekend. Two new listings, running some open houses, being a mom, being awesome. Shoutout to Emily White and going on today from 11 to 1 so you got a little bit of time after the show wraps 624 Longfellow Drive number 624 in Branford and that is being hosted by one of our fearless leaders Nicole White herself that's going to do it for this week's One Team Weekly Rewind. Again, if you have any real estate needs, you can reach out to us. You can head over to OneTeamCT.com to check out our full list of agents, or you can reach out to Greg at OneTeamCT.com. And as I say every week, you can reach out to me, but nobody ever does, Chaz at OneTeamCT.com as well. All right, Greg, I need a break after all that. So you got you got the show? Yeah, I think I can handle it from here. All right. What do right. I do? I ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, ask me again. Yeah, get me to talk more. Guys, what do
1: you got going on <laughs> this Sunday?
2: No, Greg, actually, uh, I'm excited to have you here today because uh, Realtor.com put out an article about top 10 metros to watch. And on that list was Hartford, Connecticut. So you're a resident of East Hartford, correct? Yes, that is correct. What are you seeing up there? Are you seeing multiple offers? Are you seeing a lot of inventory or things? You know, Just kind of give us a, an overall breakdown. And while you do that, I'm going to pull up some numbers on Hartford County specifically.
1: Yeah, sure. So basically, yes, we're seeing tons of multiple offers. Everything of its price right is going to have multiple offers. The last two offers I've submitted in the last week, 15 offers apiece. On 15
2: offers apiece.
1: 15. So we went 50K over on one of the offers and we were told we weren't even close.
2: Now, is this on single family homes? This, uh, is,
1: a, this is single family listed for 290
2: Wow, not even in the conversation going in at $340. Yes. So, a little call to
1: action for any of you homeowners out there, even thinking about selling, it is an amazing time, amazing time to put your home on the market. If you live in the Hartford area, please give us a call. The buyers need the inventory.
2: Absolutely. So let's look at Hartford specifically, because that was, it was the metro, right? So it's not all of Hartford County. So we will get a little specific on that. But what have they got going on? Let's see. Let's see number of homes for sale in the city of Hartford, right? Because we know population wise, it's a very dense city, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. All property types. So single family, townhouses, condos, land, mobile homes, manufactured, everything, all encompassing, all property types. How many homes do you think are for sale were for sale at the end of April 2023? Geez, there's got to be at least a couple hundred, right? 88. Oof. Down 18.5% year over year. So less than 100 homes for sale in our biggest city, in our capital city of Hartford.
1: And I would say if you were to jump to the towns surrounding Hartford, you would
2: see that it's Even lower inventory levels. What do you got? Give me a town. Check uh, Simsbury. Simsbury, great town. Let's see. Across all property types, (laughs) number of homes for sale in Simsbury, Connecticut, at the end of April 2023, 52, down 33.3% year over year. Wow. Yeah. 52 in Simsbury, and that's a large town too, so we're not talking about a a small group of individuals here, Uh, but yeah, let's let's, let's see what Hartford has going on for months of supply. Obviously, it's not going to be very high if we know that they only have 88 homes for sale. 2.6, where the Connecticut average is 2.0. So they they are above, you know, that's not a great number to be at, right? We we always talk about how six would be a neutral market. Right. Um, So 2.6 is, you know, nowhere close to six, but it is above the overall state average of two. And let's see, the median sale price, this has to be, yeah, I was going to say it has to be up uh, across all property types for Hartford at the end of April was $195,000, up. 5.4% 5.4% year over year. Let's look at single family homes. Cause that's always a, uh, you know what the majority of people are looking right. for, I would say, right. Their median sale price for Hartford city, 217,000 for the end of April up 3.3%. So now I know you mentioned like looking at, you know, the towns around there, let's look at like Hartford County as a whole and just see kind of how the whole County is doing for single family homes, number of homes for sale. All right. What do you got here? The entire county. Entire Hartford County. we got Hartford, East Hartford, Glastonbury, West Hartford, Simsbury, Wethersfield. I mean, you we got run a with lot. the towns. I mean,
1: we got to be, what, at least, I don't know, 500 to 700 homes?
2: All right. So you, you're a little under on that one. So for all of Hartford County, single-family homes for sale at the end of April 2023, 1,118. Down 25% year over year. So – Definitely taking a a big hit there. And what is the months of supply for Hartford County? Let's see if we're more back. Okay. So now this this paints a more realistic picture, right? So for the entire state of Connecticut, months of supply, single-family homes is two. We looked at Hartford specifically. It was 2.6. For Hartford County... One point six. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. So we're going to continue to watch Hartford just because they are, you know, predicted to be one of the top metros for growth in 2023. And we're also going to continue to watch the entire Connecticut MLS every week here on Real Estate Radio. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Greg, any last words? No,
1: thanks for having me.
2: All right. We'll catch you guys next week with a fresh episode of Real Estate Radio on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Thank you. Still on view at GMC
0: Studio.